Well, these are tough readings for us. Talking about proclaiming the gospel to others, especially from other nations. How good are we at doing that? Talks about discipline. And in the reading, it talks about being scourged and having pain and being trained and having to endure. In our life, so many of us don't want to do those things. We want things to be easy. We have drive-through restaurants. We have our computers. We want to work from home. We don't want to have to drive to work. We have all these things because we don't want to experience pain. We want things to be easy. But this life and faith is asking more of us. Through our faith and with discipline, we can obtain strength. We can obtain healing, and we can get peaceful fruit. This, again, is from that second reading. God disciplines us through his word, through our experience, and also through punishment. But, oh, we don't want that punishment, do we? Our Christian life is to take an effort. It means self-giving and detachment. It means losing some of control that we want to have on our own and allowing the will of God to direct our steps. And that can be so hard. And then in the gospel reading, it talks about this narrow gate. We like to think that everyone is going to have eternal life, that we have a merciful God who's just going to let us all in. But what is this about this narrow gate? It's really uncomfortable, isn't it? Some of us are not strong enough. Some of us, Jesus will not even know. And some of us are evildoers. We don't want to think about that. We don't think that's part of all this. But these readings are telling us that indeed it is. So how are we doing? How much faith do we have? A number of times I've talked about my being a math and science guy. And so I'm like trying to find like how much faith should we have? We can't measure it with the thermometer. You know, we, we can see how people act and we can think of how we act, but how do we measure this? So I think in terms of like a poker hand. You know, I used to, I grew up Catholic, I got baptized. You know, I was catechized to some degree, went through confirmation, went to public schools, and really didn't do much with my faith after that. So the discipline was not there. So I, you know, went through school and started my career and wanted to do the best I could. Came back here to All Saints, got in the young adults group. For me, it was a very social thing. We went to mass, but afterwards we go to brunch and we had social activities planned through the week. So I wasn't tapped in much to the faith. I mean, I participated in the rituals, but it didn't really guide me during the week. So I would say, I also decided I wanted to get married here in 1991 with my wife, because that's what our friends did. I didn't really think of the theological implications of it. It's just what people did. And we can see that now things have changed so much. So many are wanting to get married now on the beach or at some destination or some other place that's not a church. And we're losing this faith, and we've got to be the ones to help keep the faith. We're here in church. There are people all over the country in church. It's up to us to show this faith and to be more diligent and to proclaim the good news and to 
to allow others to understand that this life takes some work so we can get through this narrow gate. So I feel like I was living my life with, in this poker hand analogy, maybe I had two pairs. So what does Jesus want? What kind of poker hand does Jesus want as we enter the gate? Is a full house enough? A flush? How high does it need to go? Four of a kind? I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. But I really feel like we're called to be disciplined and to work really hard in our faith the best that we can so that we can obtain the best hand that we have and with God's grace, we can get through that narrow gate. Now, one thing that God does to help us is he gives us this desire. And, and I know I was growing up with this desire, and I think a lot of us can relate to it. There's just this internal yearning, and some have described it as a holy longing. I didn't think of it as a holy longing because I didn't know what I was longing for. And so it's like trying to achieve things, you know, having friends, um, getting married, getting the house, you know, all of these things I thought were going to fulfill this, this yearning and this longing. And I really feel like we all can understand this. And there's things that we do to try to provide us for that longing. And we can turn to things that, that aren't helpful to us. We might turn to alcohol or drugs. We might go and throw ourselves into our careers we, or we obtain possessions. We do all these things to help with this longing. But what I found when I went on my Christ Renews par- His Parish retreat is I found unconditional love for the first time in my whole life. And it totally changed how I viewed this world And I found that this love is what satisfied my holy longing. I don't have a desire for searching for anything anymore because I have found, and I believe the Gospels are trying to show us that Jesus is the answer to our longing. We can look in our society and see all kind of problems, all kind of conflicts, and and we're trying to come up with man-made solutions through economic forums or or from, from bureaucrats to help our lives to be better. But it's really Christ that we need to look towards. And we really, we really need to be open to that. And it's so easy for us to just be resistant to it. And I know I was so resistant for 45 years, and it just came upon me in my asking God to help offer me direction. Because for seven years, I was going through darkness. And I didn't understand the purpose of this life. Like we had relatives dying, friends dying. I just didn't understand why all this was happening. And so I prayed to God before this retreat to show me something. Give me something that's going to satisfy me. And within two days, I found something that was more than I could have ever imagined in my whole life. There is something very real about the kingdom of God on this earth. And I've come to experience that now since 2007 every hour. And it's to some degree, I guess, a discipline, but luckily for me, it's been automatic. And so, but I don't take that for granted because I know how fragile this faith can be. I had a friend on Facebook who happened to publish a meme this week, and it spoke to this, and it was from Proverbs 4. It talks about having the word of God before our eyes 
at all times. And I certainly didn't do that for so many years of my life. It talked about having the word of God in our hearts and having this word of God within us to help inform us on how to solve our problems and how to solve the issues of this life. Now, I had a patient just recently. It's funny, I was like preparing for this homily, and she was from the Far East, and she knew I was a deacon in the Catholic Church. And after we had finished our treatment, she asked if she could visit with me for a few minutes. And she asked me, well, she told me, I don't believe in God. It's in the dental office. I don't believe in God. So I was like, well, what can I, how can I help you? And she said, how do you believe in God? And I mean, it's a huge question. And I, I offered to her the explanation of how I found God in my life and the way I just explained it to you and how it totally changed my life and made me so much more open to God's will in my life. I developed a relationship with Christ that I still have now. I feel like I always have this best friend. And it's this discipline of being open to it and not thinking that it's not real and not thinking that it gets in the way. I mean, I rely on this relationship that I have with Christ all the time. It informs me with my daily issues. It informs me with how I work. It informs me with how I vote. It informs me with how I should love every person from conception to natural death. It totally changed my life. And to me, my cooperating with this and my sharing about this is going to help me get through that narrow gate. And I believe this is what we're asked to do. We really need to get the best poker hand that we can get and cooperate with God's grace and be disciplined about this and work this out. There's this song that I came up with this week, I came upon from Rod Stewart from the movie Patch Adams in 1998. And it's called Faith in the Heart. I've got faith of the heart. I'm going to where my heart will take me. I've got faith to believe I can do anything. I've got strength of the soul, and no one's going to bend or break me. I can reach any star. I've got faith, faith in the heart. And then from a homily in 1979, St. Pope John Paul II said, love demands effort and a personal commitment to the will of God. It means discipline and sacrifice, but it also means joy and human fulfillment. And I have felt that immensely. As a result of our discipline and with God's grace, may we be among the people who will recline at the kingdom of God.